Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. This is number 213 with my guest here, Dave, all the way in Ventura County. Um, model called Corcho from around the world. And man, I mean, excited for this one because first time on the podcast, but then he has like so many cool builds that he was just showing me before we got started that I can't <laughs> wait to see and get to on the showcase. So what's up, Dave? How you doing? Man, I'm I'm doing great I, I again like i was saying before the, we started the podcast thank you for having me uh it's an honor no nah, man you're welcome man thank you for being on the show dude this is, this is cool so um as far as um in ventura county what, what part um are you located in so i, I grew up in oxnard so right mm -hmm. next to the cb base so uh i live in thousand oaks oh no, why oh, i moved here like 22 years ago yeah oh man right on yeah, I um I grew up in in Oxford as well, but I uh I was talking to with David O'Gowan. I was telling him, dude, I was born in Fort Wayne, and he's like, oh, Dirty Dave, me too. I went to Wyoming High School. Oh man, no way, that's dope. So yeah, Wyoming, so Kamala, then uh, Haydock, and then uh, Wyoming High. Yeah. Oh man, that's a trip, dude. So yeah. Now, and you know, and, and then like where you're at now in Thousand Oaks, I, I pass through there when I commute a lot down the 101. So, well, we didn't come up here from Oxnard. Yeah. yeah this is this is this is this is Richville when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know, we had the opportunity, we had the opportunity to buy here, and yeah, we were just freshly married. I was like, okay, let's go. Oh, that's what's up. So, <laughs> Yeah, man. And um, as, as far as like, uh, you know, now that, you know, you're in Thousand Oaks, you're in your home, was he, was it easy for you to like say, yo, like this is going to be my room. Like this is where I want my setup to be for model, scale modeling. Yeah, I've I had that for a while. We we have a, a friend of ours who um, rooms with us because he had lost his place. So uh, we put him up in my hobby room. So I moved all my stuff out and I'm in the sunroom, you know. Mm -hmm. hot during the summer oh yeah yeah the bills <laughs> probably get right faster that way <laughs> I, I don't like spraying hot i don't like hot weather mm -hmm. i won't i i prefer it cold <laughs> yeah man and then now now it's it's good we're getting into those uh those days now upcoming mm -hmm. you know with the weather changes and all that so well this this will be the first time i'm going to be wanting to shoot hot because i've got to put that on the Corvette, I got a first. I'm a, I've never airbrushed. Oh no way! Is that did you never. get that at a, a Coast Airbrush? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I, I talked with. I got it from Dave. Oh, nice man. Normally, you know, got to go rattle. That's everything cool. I've done is rattle. Yeah, no man. That that that's good. You know that um, that you got you got the paint and you know you want to airbrush. I I feel like. You know, I, I still like I still use rattle cans for many purposes when I'm building up my models. But then at some point, once I get to like, all right, let's let's do the paint. I like to transition into the airbrush. But yeah. at some point later, I, I start to realize, you know what? I like having both, you know, like they they complement each other and they come in handy um, hand in hand. Yeah, well, that, that's a fact. I just I, I, I've got to learn how. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that that's pretty cool. And uh, as far as the airbrush, uh, did you have any trouble kind of selecting as to like what kind of airbrush you wanted to use? No, when I had the hobby shop, um, 
I had my choice. I just never did anything with them. Yeah. So I, I have, I'm, I'm going to start off from, I got a Tamiya yeah. that's never been used. Oh, dude, so, that's nice. <laughs> so that'll be the, the one I start off with. Yeah, yeah, right on, man. And and as far as like scale modeling, you know, I every guest I have, I want to know their history. I want to know how you get started. You know, take us back to when you know you first got introduced to scale modeling. Oh, my dad, actually. Um, I my first model, I can tell you which one it was because I I just found the kit again. Uh, the first kit I ever built was the Ravel, uh, the Ravel monogram actually it was monogram at the time uh, they had they snap tight aircraft carriers they're about this big you know but uh i was sick my dad brought it home put it on the put it on the tray while i was eating you know chicken noodle soup and put the kit together and started building from there he had 40 by when he died in 94 i liquidated 4300 um aviation kits in 70 second scale that he had collected. Man, that, that's a lot of kids, dude. Right there. Yeah, it took years. I still have I still have kids. I've been liquidating since '94. <laughs> yeah, and and some of those like aviation kids. Did you also build uh, many of them? Did you get into that too, or? I I do build aviation. Um, not not like what you see, you know, with the military, like the full military stuff. I I like race planes. I like weird stuff. So a lot of my stuff is shiny race plane modified stuff. Nice. But, and, and like, as far as, you know, um, w when you were doing like your model, like, was there anybody that, you know, to this day that, you know, you met like back in the day from building? Yeah. You know, well, Bob Maxwell, I don't know. If, well, I, I slock a race. So, you know, Bob Maxwell was always a, a, an influence because he knew my dad. Um, there was a couple of guys. I don't, for the life of me, I cannot remember their name. My mom was a rehab nurse, so I would go in and see her at work. It was at St. John's. Well, there was a guy who had been in a motorcycle accident, and he was building models in the hotel in the hospital room. So he kind of influenced me heavily with the way that he was painting and all of that. And his brother, uh, God, we, we started doing the Ventura County Fair and I was demonstrating, I thought I was 18, 19 years old. I was demonstrating at the Ventura County Fair for, for years uh, with, with his brother doing that. Oh, so I, they, they, as far as the car side of things, yeah, they really, you know, expanded my, my horizon on that. Um, God, I wish I could remember his name. It's been so many years since I talked to him. Yeah, it's a trip, man, because, uh, you know, you mentioning, like, St. John's Hospital. You know, it's like back back when I was delivering flowers and, you know, I was in there all the time, like, mm -hmm. constantly walking in, going up the elevator, down to the stairs and all that. And, you know, after a while, you, you get very familiar with the place. And I'm just like, it's a trip because I, I could visualize somebody in one of the rooms, like, you know, passing oh, yeah. time working on a model in there. Yeah, it was, she was on, uh, she was in, uh, she worked in rehab. So it's the first story before you get to the main building, which was all the stories. But yeah, mm -hmm. but um, that was car wise. He was, th that was one of the biggest influences until, you know, uh, I discovered Ed Roth and George Barris and mm -hmm. 
all of that. When you discovered that, did that just kind of blow your mind and you were like, this is, this is like the stuff I'm into. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. I still have a huge collection of Roth kits. I met Ed Roth, um, God at the Cal palace before the grand national moved to LA in, what was it? 99. I believe it was 99 at the Cal palace, I believe when I first met him, but yeah, he, uh, I, started pinstriping because of ed i you know the way i built my cars the customizing side of things um Dang. that was huge influence yeah well were you kind of like tripping like when you met him like you were like this is the guy oh i i'm not one I, with the hobby shop i always ran into celebrities up in santa barbara mm-hmm. but he was the only one that i geeked out on yeah like I, I went full fanboy on when I <laughs> yeah. met him. I, right on, yeah. You know, um, yeah. I had the chance to see him. Was it the, my birthday when Moon Eyes used to put on the Ratfink Extravaganza at Moon Eyes on? Uh, oh God, where is it? at their at their headquarters down south? They the cops had just shut it down. I just mm. gotten there. The cops shut it down because people were doing burnouts in front of everybody. Um, mm. That was the last time I saw Ed. Yeah. It was at that show in, oh, in 01. Mm-hmm. That's a trip. T- yeah. Tell us, uh, you know, I didn't know, you you keep mentioning a, a hobby shop in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell me about that. Um, so what 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 can you what can you say about a, a grown man living a 10-year-old's dream? Um, so I had I had driven back to Missouri, bought a slot car business brought it back out to the west coast it was going to put it into santa paula screws excuse me fillmore on central avenue um the guy backed out on me when i was coming through new mexico so i had to put it all in storage uh vern which i'm sure you know very well yeah at ventura hobbies Hobbies. um, yeah so he owned he had sold santa barbara hobbies to a gentleman and that hobby shop had gone bankrupt so he was getting it back out of the bankruptcy settlements and uh, the wife and I had gone in there and I was going to buy all the fixtures and the models and open up a shop. And we're like, well, this, this has been here for, you know, 58 years. Why don't we just get it going? So we, you know, Vern and I, and, and the wife, we all agreed, this is where we're going to go. So we opened it back up. So I had the hobby shop opened, uh, 2006 october 2006 and unfortunately had to shut the doors because of the economy um just uh, december 31st of 2012. dang that's crazy yeah because i mean a lot of stuff happened like after that 2006 like 2008 yeah. like seven eight well nine. we were killing it we were killing it yeah it, during the whole the whole thing we were killing it, but santa barbara didn't feel it until 2010 2011 and 2012 just wiped me out Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I met a lot of, well, you know, Robert Raymond, I believe on, on Instagram and maybe on Facebook, he's, uh, he's one of our, one of my club brothers in the screw butchers and uh, matter of fact, he's, he's vice president. And I met him through the shop he would come in and buy models for me all the time. Damn, dude, that's crazy. So it's like, you know, you're there and then that happens and you're like, what the hell? Like. You know, at that point, it's just that's the only thing you could do is just step away as much as you would want to, like, hold on. to. I had to. It was costing me too much money. 
I had to walk yeah. away. And you were commuting um, back and forth every Oaks, day from Mount to Santa Barbara. No, from Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a longer drive. Yeah, fifty-five minutes door to door. It was a good drive. People yeah, were always yeah. like, "Oh, that's such a drive." Boom. You got ocean on one side, mountains on the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, right. it, you really couldn't argue with it. It was, it yeah, was, no. it was really good. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, um, matter of fact, here I'll show you something. Yeah. Let's um, see. So I started this, and I really, I really need to finish it. You remember when the uh, fifty chop top Merc came back out by Ravel? That new, that new mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know, little trophies and all that. Oh man, let's zoom in on that. Let's see. So I started on this back in 2010 when it first came out, and I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> I got to get back on it, but you know. That's nice. That's awesome. I'm I'm trying to hold my words just so the camera gets on you, but man, that looks amazing right there. Yeah. It, well, this <laughs> was the predecessor to um, getting into what we ended up with with the. Well, I don't have it here. Well, here I'll, I'll show you this one. The sixty Starliner. Which had the Hemi, the Hemi transplant. Now, truth be told, I didn't paint this body. A, a buddy of mine had all the House of Color paints, and he squirted the car for me. But everything else, interior and everything, is all done. And that's this car's been done. This car's been done a long time. It's been in a lot. It's been in a number of different magazines. Man, that's cool. Yeah, that that's a nice build, dude, right there. And yeah, man, I mean, I, I feel like what you were saying earlier, you know, wanting to get into airbrushing, you know, it's never too late, you know? Well, that's exactly it. Um, now that they're doing, see, mixing has always been, and it's funny, it's funny that I am afraid of it as I am because I worked with Gene Winfield for years. I watched him paint. I was there when Maybelline was done. I worked on Maybelline. I was there. Um, you familiar with uh, the 53 Buick that was that he did for the the president of the Pharaohs out of South Bay, Japan, uh, Purple Haze? Man, it, it's yeah. hard right now to think. Um, yeah, you have, but. I watched him paint those in a dirty, in a dirty, we used to do all the body work in the, in the building and then sweep oh. the building out, hose the floor down and he'd yeah. pull the car in off the dirt lot. And we just, he would just spray. <laughs> so you would think I would have learned something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> you don't, but since they're making the premixes, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Pre- premixes are, are dope. I, uh, when I had started, I remember buying uh, premixes at first. But then after a while, I was like looking more into like, all right, if I want to mix this or, or get a particular tone. And then I started just like, let's say if I had a pearl, right. I would start uh, applying the, uh, the, the candy concentrate into the pearl to give it more of a richer color. Um, like the, hmm. the, same, the same color, like let's say if, if I had like a pearl blue, then I would put a, a candy concentrate of blue. And then it, that blue would be even more richer, like more. Nice. It would just like enhance it more, 
And, right. um, and Armando Flores was the one who was like telling me like, hey, you should you should throw in some, you know, some concentrate in there, like a few drops yeah. or something. And I'm like, all right. And then I start. I was like, oh, man, it's like it's getting brighter. <laughs> <laughs> guys like guys like Armando, uh, you know, the talent that, that it's hard to go to shows uh, because I just you, you get all the talent. It's just like you guys just the paint. The paint is amazing. I, 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 I've got to learn, I've got to learn that aspect quickly. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I think uh, like at first it was always like that mystery, right. Of, of getting like of, of the layering of the paint and all that. And then what made it more intimidating later was the clear coating because yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't want, I don't want to ruin the paint job. So then after you start to feel comfortable by layering your clear, now the next thing you'd have to deal with now is polishing yeah see i don't uh god bless i wish i i can't remember her name um i, I guess is, is it lionheart motoring you just you just interviewed her yes Katrina? Kristen. All right Kristen. why do i why do i think why do i know her name why do i why do i always do that <laughs> we we got to discussing you know mm. i i that bug she did was amazing dude um, killed it yeah uh, that and as 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 short as she's been building to be the I mean bro seriously, but um, I told her I don't polish my cars. The the stuff that the the stuff that you that you see like like the fifty six, mm -hmm. that's all straight out of the can. That's that's base coat, well, base coat, second coat, multiple clear. And then no no rubbing and no buffing, but it's shot cold, mm. sixty degrees or under if I can do it. Yeah. Damn. I yeah. I mean the the thing is, it's like I feel like you tapped into something. You know, like you you have your formula, like the weather, it, and then just to to be able to avoid that, that's really good. Yeah, it's it, I, there are there are points where you have to. Mm -hmm. This the, the 56 has not seen a polishing pad uh, to get the surface flat. Yeah. Uh, neither neither did the uh, the 50. Dang, that's so clean, dude. I'm all quiet. I'm like, I, I'm trying to hold my words, dude. But I can see, I can see the reflection from when you were turning it uh, in the light. Uh, how smooth it is right there. I still remember like the first time, just like having to like sand, you know, the the oh, yeah. down, and then it just gets really like dull, it, like a matte finish, and just freaking yep. out for a moment, being like, oh, dude, I think I just ruined the car right before my eyes. And then, and then later, you know, going through the rest of the steps to bring it back. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the way down, all the way to what, 12,000 grit and then putting polish on the 12,000 grit. And, yeah. Um, compound and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I just commented on Instagram. I didn't know that they made buffing pads. I don't know if it was on your, I don't know if it was. I commented on your on your it yeah. was yours because yeah, because yeah. of that you know the black car. Oh my god, that finish. 
No, thanks, man. Yeah, so the the homie uh, Scott Scale Builds, who I tagged, he was the one of the ones who like he he like on one of the episodes he he explained how to do it, and right. even beforehand I had to like consult him many times. Yo, like, what do I need? Like, what do you what can do burn I the paint pretty quick if you're not yeah, careful? Yeah, yeah. But the way the way he explained it, I just said, all right, I'm gonna take the plunge on this car, and um, I went to the Lowe's there in in Oxnard on the Boulevard. Right. And um, I found uh, the that brand Dremel that they sell. Yep. They have mm-hmm. a micro micro Dremel. The kit is about I think at the time it was like ninety bucks, but it ranges about ninety to hundred. Okay. And it's a wireless Dremel, and it's really light and small. So this way you don't have like a cord or anything, you know, like like messing with the yep. weight. And Scott told me, look, when you use this Dremel, uh, put it at the lowest speed, which is like number five. And, and you could just, you know, just don't keep it in one area, just move it around and, and you'll be fine, you know, and obviously avoid like any, uh, like edges or, or corners. Yeah, it's like, going to wear right off. Yeah, yeah. So if anything, when I look at the body, I tell myself, all right, what needs to be buff? I mean, um, like I want for sure the roof and then right. some of the bigger panels on the side. So it could be like either a fender or a door, something that's just going to be like, Stand out. Anything that's very small, I'm not really gonna get in there um, because that might be like those edges or those like sharp, you know, areas. Well, yeah. Well, then you get, then you get, then you. If you do that, if you burn through the paint, now you got to do a patina paint job. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I remember uh, telling. No my, offense to anybody out there that likes patina paint jobs. I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, was, I was telling my homie Casey, like, if anything, I'll, I'll probably just put like like a decal and then clear it again just to make it seem like it's a little bumper sticker kind of exactly live yeah i did that with i don't have it i don't have it with me it's up in the display case i did that with a 56 that i built years ago that was out at the uh it was out at the cruising nationals um yeah dang hey let's get into that dotson man i keep staring at (laughs) it i see the back show us i'm gonna zoom in on the screen up there for you Let's see. T- tell, tell us uh, about this car. So, what was it? Twenty twenty when uh, when Dedicated did their um, their Datsun build off. So you had to, you had to use the pickup truck. Um, I had been introduced to um, I guess you'd call them the, the, the proper name is Bozo Zoko cars. So the the big fenders, the big pipes, but I didn't want to do a car. I want to do something I hadn't seen anybody do, anybody do yet. So the dot the pickup was the right choice. So the front end wound up being the front end wound up being a 500 front end. It's the 500 motor that's in it. Uh, the fender wells are spoons. So those are bent spoons glued on. Um, of course, you got to have the pipes. You can't have that kind of car without the pipes. So I did the Pikachu style pipe. Um, the the tonneau covers actually, I, I made that decal. So if you, I don't know if you can see the kanji that's on there. So my wife laid it out. We'd put all the cherry blossoms on there because I called it the cherry blossom special. So the kanji that's on it says cherry blossom special. Um, so this was my first import that I've ever done. I had not done an import before this. So it was, it was a blast. I kind of really enjoyed that. And then, um, 
the hood. Again, I, I printed out the decal and then the, this is actually a Japanese army squadron uh, kanji from World War II. So I figured out we'll just put it in there just for the heck of it. But yeah, that was a blast. That, that thing was a hoot. Man, that's pretty dope, man. That's cool. It, it's good to hear too, like that one being your, your first one of an import that it was. A yeah, it was first build. import. I, and then I think you've seen, I didn't bring it with me, but I, I think you saw my, my the Fiat 500, mm -hmm. the stamped out Fiat 500. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool <laughs> I mean, thing right there. Yeah. Man. And that's because I did this one that I did that mm -hmm. stamped out 500. Oh, is it, it was a precursor to that one. This was the precursor to that Dang, one. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> like, like when you do a build like that, you know, you, uh, you know, you're stepping into another genre of build, but then does it just feel good having that freedom of like, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then all these ideas just kind of start coming together and you put it all it, out there. It's weird how that works. Um, I don't like going off reservation. I, I'm a custom guy. I'm a hot rod guy. Um, but every now and then you, you, you something, there's something that just catches you. It's like, okay, yeah, I got to build that. Um, like what we're doing with the Iceman build, the, the Iceman uh, build off right now. I am so far off reservation right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they say, Hey man, I think we gone too deep. We got to go back. Oh, bro. I have gone beyond too deep. Um, I mean, when I don't, I, again, I don't use resin parts as a common rule of thumb. The, the back half, the back half of the 50, the roof, that's all, that's all styrene and, and, and putty and mud. Uh, the motors, the, uh, you know, a, a kit motor, you know, same, you know, same with the 56, you guys watch the build, the build with the 56. This is promo parts. This is styrene. This is, you know that type of stuff with this build off because everybody does resin resin like, 3d printing is i'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around it because i'm so used to scratch making everything to where you can print stuff now i mean i mean come on i, I gotta think it was was it dog three models in dutch yeah yeah dutch so dutch sent me the the the, the uh, 572 with the holly injection for it uh you know um oh my god i just posted hold on a second i just posted for him yeah rust factory so you know i was having trouble with a another resin chassis i'm not gonna say who but so he sent me his chassis so i'm i had to widen it a little bit for the for the body i'm doing um so I'm, you know, I'm using 3D parts that I'm not used to doing. So again, prep work and all of that, I'm learning what I've got to do with this stuff. Dang, that's cool. So, so yeah, this, these are like the, like the first like parts you're starting to get and use and prep and yeah, it's like stepping into the, to the, you know, of use of the 3D. <laughs> 20, 21st century, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Yeah, it, it's a trip, man, because, you know, in the beginning, I still remember, you know, uh, I was talking to one of my homies that like some years back, maybe like, 
I don't know, 2017, 18, there was only like a, uh, like a couple people who like were like printing. Right. And then yep. that was it. And whatever they would print, it was like, all right, this is what's available right now, but it still didn't grab everyone's attention. It, it was harder wrap behind it, like our brains. But then well, really it was some more stuff. And that's when it was like, wait a minute. What's well, it's the quality of the stuff. So the, the earlier 3D printed stuff was heavy lines. So there's gonna be, they had to do mm -hmm. a, a bunch of sanding. Um, so I don't think it I don't think it took quite as well as it does now because the machines are, let's be honest, 10 times what they were. <laughs> and the stuff that's being cast is, I mean, yeah. uh, I mean. You know, again, you know, Rust Factory, you know, he, he hooked me up with a set of uh, artilleries. Nice. Which are going to go on to, um, they're going to go on to a 41 uh, Lincoln build that I'm going to do. I'm con converting the convertible uh, monogram 41 mm -hmm. into a business coupe. But I'll do, I'll do it with a Carson top. But, um, you know, Robert, uh, my buddy Robert, who's again, you know, Oh, my, my club brother he's been printing like mad 3d mm. stuff yeah um oh whoa whoa easy <laughs> i'm gonna knock stuff down you know <laughs> well it's like yeah <laughs> everything's precariously <laughs> perched in there um you know he, he, he's got this belly tanker that you know <laughs> that i'm gonna end up doing you know, I mean, it's, it's it's the stuff that they're able to print now. It's just it's yeah, it's, it's cool. <laughs> no, it is, it is. It's like um, I just today I received a package from my friend uh, Slowly Models, and mm -hmm. he he put in uh, some sets of wheels and uh, for like for like Hot Wheel size, you know, like one sixty four scale, yep. and, and then also uh, some for one twenty four scale. And I was like, man, like these are wheels that I can't find. Like Aoshima don't have these wheels. Like these, these are just some old school wheels that I could use like on a build. And they're 3D printed, but I'm just excited like to use them in the future. You know? Yeah, I think after this build, um, I will probably end up using especially the motors um with in the 3D in the 3D printed world. Um mm -hmm. For that Lincoln, I'll be doing. I will be doing a, a Lincoln uh, with Arden heads. So, and I know that I know there's a. I think there's a couple of guys out there that have that that variant mm -hmm. of motor. So that should be mm -hmm. that should be pretty interesting. Yeah, let me uh, let me give out some shout outs because we do have some people. Hell yeah, that room. Uh, we got uh, Lee all the way in the UK. Yeah, there you go, Crow Customs, baby. Yeah, and we got we do have slowly model. Shout out to slowly, uh, defect nice. rat, um, James. Uh, let's see, Juarez custom builds. Nice, and then Jan Flores. So, yeah, right on, man. Um, my boy Lee, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, so so um, <laughs> so Lee's Lee's all the way out in the UK. How how'd you guys connect? So, that is probably the one reason that I am building as much as i am now is because of lee so so as lee good lee lee croden lee good from the ffaff are you familiar with that group on facebook no i'm not <laughs> um 
and, and Lee may chime in on a chat uh, if I if I get this wrong. But uh, so the first build they did was a 40 Ford. So as I understand it, the FFAFF stands for, uh, um, forgive me, I'm ignorant when it comes to podcasts. Is cursing okay or not? No, yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. It's all good. So, so from what I understand, it was friends fucking up a 40 Ford. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the FFAFF. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I found them. Uh, I was bored. It's, you know, it's COVID. I've got, you know, I'm, I'm at home with the kids and the family and it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Um, so I joined their build off and we did the, the first one I did with them was the 50. And this was the first car that I, I truly detailed out and finished in the God in ten in yeah, a little under ten years. I mean, I built smaller stuff, but nothing I kept. I pulled it all apart and used parts for other things. Um, and I, I, Lee and I started talking, um, and it, we've become we've become we've become friends. I mean, there you know once a week, maybe once every other week, we're, you know, we're Facebook chatting, you know, across the pond, just, you know, discussing builds and in life and models. Um, you know, he's, uh, it, it's very interesting. He's been, a, he's become a really good friend and he's like, uh, I think he told you he's coming out. So he's going to be staying with me to go to uh, the cruise of nationals at the end of May. Man, that's dope, man. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, from speaking with him, he was saying this is going to be, I believe, his first time, right, coming out to California. Yeah, it's his first time. Well, it's not his first time coming to the States, but it's mm -hmm. it's the first time on his own. Yeah. Um, and we, <laughs> I, I, I talked to him, and and he agreed to send out, as I know a lot of guys have seen, it's his hauler in that 57, because I... I was a part of that build off. I didn't finish. I was doing, um, I don't know if you remember the F Steve Stanford build. I was doing the, the 57 with the 58, the Soto taillights. I messed the body up and stopped it. I was so mad, Dang. but, um, so I said, you know, you need to send that out. I mean, we've got the SoCal open mm -hmm. the first week in May, and then you're going to yeah. be out for yeah. the end of May for the cruise nationals. Let's, let's get that thing out here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he took the leap of faith, um, how he wasn't losing sleep. I, I'll never know. And he, <laughs> he probably was, yeah. um, but, um, it, you know, the stuff made it, uh, it, it's a hundred percent and they're ready to go. And then I mean, we're excited to have him. We're excited to have him out here. He, he likes that. He's become a, he's been a, he's become a good friend. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. Yeah. Cause, um, uh, I mean, I could, I could see. Uh, you know how, you know, when I see his builds, I see your builds, I can see how you guys click. And also it's just like that, um, you know, when, like when you're into something with your homie and you're bouncing yeah. the ideas and everything, it, it's definitely uh, motivating. And when you're oh. you know, like, without building, a doubt, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. if it weren't for that group, I, I probably wouldn't be, well, uh, James Laga. So that man is a, is a master when it comes to manipulating images 
in Photoshop. So he has been a source of inspiration tremendously as well. And so when we did the the <laughs> try the 55, 56, 57 build, um, which is where you know cotton candy came from from that build. That's based off of a James Logger rendering. It just again it, it it lit that fire. So um yeah I can't speak enough about that group. The great great bunch of guys. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like that Civic, um, you know, to relate to like that feeling of, you know, of building and stuff like that. I, I owe it, you know, to even like my homie Casey who's watching, because um it's like, you know, he, he he's out in Australia, he's working on his stuff, I'm working on my stuff, but we're communicating and we're we're updating each other, like, hey, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing. That we're you know, and then and we're talking about, you know, even one-on-one scale cards and we get hyped that next thing mm -hmm. you know, it's like uh, like every day it's just working on something and i was telling him the other day dude i don't know what it is man but i feel like like i'm just going through this build but but i'm like in this like state of like happiness or whatever and then yeah he, he said man. he was like dude it's like nirvana and i'm like dude it that's is. the word it, that's what it is like i'm not even tripping like even if even if i would mess up it's like it's like i kind of i feel comfortable that i'm like i feel like i can correct this right you know so i'm just like i every day i know what i gotta attack you know to get yeah. it because I'm, I'm trying to get that civic done for the socal open and oh, that'd be cool to see yeah man i want to i would definitely want to bring it out um and then it's crazy because like i said today i received uh you know those wheels from him right so i'm over here opening the box i, I don't even know what's <laughs> in there and and next thing you know i unwrap the uh an import car that he just finished building not too long ago oh it's this uh this Vel side aoshima kit and i was i couldn't believe that i have it i was like what the hell and i was telling him dude i'm taking this to socal open like yep it showed up on time i'm taking it i'm gonna put it on the table and i'm gonna put one of your stickers next to it so people know like yo this is this is the bill you made yep absolutely that's that, pretty cool and i'm excited to see lee's builds too man they're at the show yeah it, uh, i've got the he sent out as you know the hauler and the 57 and then i saw you know you, you saw the picture so he also sent yeah. out uh the asymmetric 49 that he did which again uh quite quite the build uh the idea is it's just it it <laughs> it's good stuff it really is that's good, man. Nah, I mean, thank you to both of you guys for sending stuff out, you know, because it's 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 cool, man. It's giving us an opportunity and, and everyone else to see this at the show. Well, that's exactly it. You know, I mean, it's 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 one thing to see it on Instagram and Facebook and and all of that. Mm -hmm. But with the amount of following that a lot of the stuff gets, the 56 cotton candy, I mean, Don Graham just put it as a cover car on in his magazine and did a whole spread on it i know that willie uh is doing the same thing but seeing the cars there mm -hmm. it, it so you can see the minutiae see the detail see where the thought process was from the builder to the car that's a whole different animal yeah not yeah definitely because like you see it i mean you could take photos to to look at after but while you're there you have the chance to see it in person 
you you take it in and you're just like, dang, dude, you start seeing mm-hmm. all the stuff and you start to think like, what inspired him? How did he get it to this point? You know, on that. Oh, point. yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I miss. I, I, I used to put on a whole lot of model car shows back in the day. So I, 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 I started George Barris's car show out of Culver City um, back when he did the back to the 50s. I, for three years running, I, he asked me to do it. I did it. No things transpired and mm-hmm. his daughter got involved and I got, but, um, you know, primer nationals, John Parker, um, of course, cruising nationals. So I, that's the one thing about the model contest. You get to see firsthand what these guys are building. Yeah. You get the inspiration from this. So Dang, how, how, how was that experience when, when you have that responsibility of like hosting your own, you know, the, the model show? How's that like? <laughs> I miss it, to be really honest with you. Um, at one point in time through the year, I think I was putting on six model contests. So we, we had back to the, we had uh, back to the 50s with Barris. We had the Primer Nationals, the Ventura County Fair. Um, and then we had, uh, moldy Marvin used to put on the Ratfink extravaganza. So I, I would do that. Um, there were a couple of others that I would, that I, I'd done as well. It, it's labor intensive, but it's a blast, you know, ribbons, getting all that stuff set up, you know, the promoting it's a blast. It really is. You get to meet a lot of good people. Yeah, would you say the uh, like? Would you say that like judging is by far maybe like the difficult part of it when it comes to it? <laughs> oh, judging. Um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> how do I put this? It depends upon the show. Mm-hmm. It really the judging aspect of things depended upon the show. Um, some of the shows, like the Primer Nationals, were you know best paint best interior best rat rod but you know and then i have gene winfield come in or, or george come in and, and pick best of show and it, that type of thing is an easy kind of type of show to do because you just you, it's a personal choice and most guys were ne- you know hell doug door i don't know if you i don't know if you know doug door but he's a pinstriper down in, in uh near anaheim known him for 20 odd years He'd bring his stuff out, his models painted and everything. Um, those type of those type of shows are great because it's really mm-hmm. you're not judging the full build, you're judging the characters of the build. But uh, model fest, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anything IPMS related, I stayed away from for years. Yeah, um, at that you point, look at everything. Oh God, <laughs> at, at that point, it is meticulous. Um, it's a pain in the backside. <laughs> uh but it's it it brings out well what was it uh the dedicated show uh what was that 21 um the the one that they had at the hotel right yeah that was the one one show yeah yeah that had to be wasn't that that had to be like before the pandemic right no uh uh-uh No, oh, you're right. It was after because people were yeah. wearing masks. Yeah, we, 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 
yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, okay, you're right. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. I don't know how those guys judged either because the uh -huh. talent on the table was yeah astronomical. But um, no, it's 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 just it's it's a fun experience. Dang, yeah, that was a fun show, man. Like it, it uh, it like it came and it went quick. Yeah, and too quick. Even after like um, like the next year. Or even months after people were asking like me, like, oh, do you know when the next one is? And I'm like, I don't think there's gonna be next one here. They keep they were saying that two years from now they'll do it in Texas. And then after that, another two years I'll have it like in the East Coast. So as really? I don't think they're gonna do anything again, like you know, at that time. But the cool thing right now is, you know, we got the SoCal open that they're hosting. Yep. Um, so that that's pretty cool. Well, and then um we're gonna uh so <laughs> I, I've joined a local a local group of guys I've known. Again, I've known most of these guys, Dave, you know, Dirty Dave, Dave McGowan. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I've known these guys for 20, 30 years out here. So there's there's an IPMS group that is going into the Murphy Museum in Oxnard. Oh, you're right. You're right. This is going to be in uh, September. Correct. correct. And, yeah, and I will yeah. be I'll be running. I'll be helping with the car side of things dope, dope. they're a bunch of <laughs> they're a bunch of rivet counters Dang. they're 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 airplane guys they're, they're rivet right, counters right. <laughs> <laughs> man but, yeah because um at the model fest um i did mm -hmm. obtain a flyer for that event yeah. and um and you know time time had passed and i was like looking at the flyer and i was going like wait a minute like this is an oxide what the heck it's like the first one that's coming yeah out. what it's where we're having a meeting uh, at the Murphy this Saturday to go over the particulars of the show. But yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to get as many car guys out there as we can. I, I, I yeah. already told the group, you guys have got plenty of armor and airplane guys. We need to bring the car contingent back in. Yeah. Heck yeah. So, yeah, cause, um, you know, you know, Bill, Bill Birch. Um, I'd know him if I saw him. It sounds really yeah, yeah. Weird. He he he's he uh, he comes out to the model fest. Um, I I think he's vended a couple of times that I've seen him there. But um, I know he reached out to me um, after the model fest, telling me about that show in September. And he right. was like, he was like telling me about it. If, if you know, if I could like help promote my dude, send me the flyers and stuff. Like, I'm down, totally down. What I would really like though is if somehow. Um, if I can get, if you guys have printed copies. Yeah, they're working on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it would be dope. I'll be down to like put them in like orders or whatever. And oh, that's, you know, just I'll, get them I'll let them know that's rad. Hell yeah. Um, that'd be cool to like just put them in there because, um, yeah, I mean, we still got time, but still it's better to just start, you know, letting people spreading the word now. Um, Absolutely. For, for that event, especially like that first one, that's going to be a special one. And I do, I do plan on wanting to vent too there at that event i i think it'll be a good thing for you because there's going to be one hell of a mixture of builders there mm -hmm. between the armor the aircraft and and, yeah. and the cars I, I i think most vendors will do pretty well as long as the show is promoted properly yeah uh, that show should be that show should be off the hook Dang, watch let me see let me check my uh while we're talking about that because i know i know i had got sent let's see here Oh damn! I found the e the email with the flyer. <laughs> let's, let's just plug it away, man. So this is WonderCon 2023. Yep, California Dreaming 
model contest and swap me. Uh, the address is going to be 1930 Eastman Avenue in Oxnard, California. Damn, that's like when when my father opened up his uh, his flower shop. It's like not too far from Eastman. It's up the block right there. Yeah. The PCH. Yeah, Skosh is, uh, I was working for Skosh. Um, so they're up right up the street from there. Mm -hmm. uh, the, that museum, the Murphy, if I remember correctly, was across the road in that long white building mm -hmm. behind that new building they're building there off of Rose yeah. and, the, and the one. Um, there was a, the guy used to have a bunch of Dela Hayes. His brother was a client of mine at, at the hobby shop. Dang, that's dope. So this is going to be September 9, 2023, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, let's see here. It's, man, open to the public. Um, let's see. Let's see what else. Yeah, Murphy Auto Museum, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, be posting these up on my stories, too. I'm going to. Cool. And then later I'll do like, an, like you know, just post and stuff like that. But I, I think this should be cool because, you, you know, what's a trip is like, Remember back in the day in Oxnard, there was that Blue Max Hobbies. Hell yes! I, I, well, <laughs> I go I go as far back as as Radio and Sound. Do you remember where Radio and Sound was? No, I never. I didn't even heard of that place. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Don, I knew Don very well. So Don at Blue Max Hobbies, I used to ride my bike from my house to Don's every day. Um, he had in Port Wyneme next to Uncle Herb's. Okay. Okay. So there's these little bungalows. Uh, right behind Uncle Herb's building. And one of those bungalows was what it used to be, uh, ho was it Hobby and Sound or Radio and Sound? It was a little hobby shop. And then Don took it over and turned it into the second Blue Max Hobbies. Um, and that's a trip. All right, all right. Man, you got to tell me about Blue Max because look, when um, when, when I, I I grew up in uh, in Lemonwood. Oh, in <laughs> there you go. In all right. Time. That, that's the neighborhood where like I, I grew up in right and from from there i would ride my bike to blue max hobbies which is not too oh, far. Yeah. no so, it's you're so, just up you're just up the coast highway yeah yeah and at that time there wasn't that many buildings there was, there was a lot of dirt you know they had yep. so much stuff yeah it was very industrial and i remember um like riding my bike over there i must have been in like junior high around that time you mm -hmm. know this might, might have been uh, or maybe no no not even junior high way before that before, no it would have been um, before how when did you graduate yeah i graduated high school like 2001 but it was okay it was like it was he gone. was gone by then yeah it was yeah. gone by then so you know th this was in the 90s and i remember riding my bike and uh, when i would go to uh, blue max next door i remember there was a there was a liquor store too oh hey don't for, don't forget about Snooky's bar, yeah, yeah. bar and pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was like so. There, so there was Snooky's, which is well, like a like a strip strip bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think I think it was, it was a bikini bar. They weren't allowed to do it. Yeah, it was a bikini <laughs> bar, and uh, and then they had a hobby store next to it. Yeah, and then, and then you had a liquor store. Yeah, <laughs> what a place for a hobby shop. <laughs> and then I remember like. You know, going going in there and uh, and just looking at you know that they would sell airplanes, a lot a lot of like RC stuff. But then they had like this wall of like the kits, right? Yep. Like an aisle, like they were just stacked on top, and primarily like AMT monogram. And um, you know, at that time, I just remember always seeing like the fifty eight Impalas, 
the 62 yep. Bel Air kits. Those were always my to-go-tos. Like, I would always be buying those kits and everything. And I always wanted, I for some reason, because I was a fan of, like, a 63 Impala, I was, like, sure. telling them, like, oh, I want a 63. And they were, like, we're sorry. We don't even, like, we don't have that, you know? Yep. And, and, I, and, like, the only Impalas they had was, like, the 58, the 59 Impala. Later, they got, like, a 65. And I was, like, oh, man. Yeah, 65 was a rare kit. They only re-released it once after the original, I think it was. And then they cut it up and butchered the 65 up and did a short track racer out of the kit. Dang. So that mold's gone. (laughs) That's crazy. And, and and you know, my other friends, they would buy models too. And then we would ride our bikes back and and work on them. But I just remember, you know, growing up, I would go to that liquor store next door, and that's where I would pick up the Loiter bicycle magazines or just sure. magazines. Go home, and you know, like that was that was the closest thing that I can get to a hobby. I was unaware of hobby shows. I was unaware that you know that you guys were out there doing your thing. You know, I had <laughs> no clue, dude, of nothing. And then time passed, and you know that place was just like it was done like it was yeah. there and and i was like i didn't know where to buy kits anymore so then my friend told me oh they sell them at walmart the one on rose yep so i'm like all right i'm gonna get my kids from there and it wasn't until later that a friend of mine was like hey let's go to the movies century 16 <laughs> century 16 and i'm yep. <laughs> and i'm like all right cool so we go to the movies and we get there early and then my friend's like Hey, you guys want to walk around? Like, let's kill some time. There's like a food. And you stumbled upon Ventura Hobbies. And that's how I that's how I discovered. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you ever go to Red Baron Hobbies? Nah, man. Never knew. I never even heard of that. Red Baron. So the the three hobby shops that were in Ventura County at the time, you had Blue Max, which was your primary. Uh, You had. Ventura Hobbies has been so it's been in that position, I think, for like 20. Well, I think he's coming up on 30 years in that in that place now. Wow. But um, and then you had Red Baron Hobbies in Camarillo. Mm. And then from there you had Marty's Hobbies in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. And I then in Santa the Barbara. Marty's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in Santa Barbara, you had what was Atkins Hobbies which became Santa Barbara Hobbies, and then I bought it, and it was Hobby Central. Uh, and then in Goleta, you had um, Danny Jin's place, which um, th- this will be interesting. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> let me get something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Man, this is crazy. Like, so This is pretty cool what you're telling I, me. I, I remember as a kid going into Danny Jin's place. My dad, we went to all the hobby shops. I mean, there was a Hobby Town USA in carriage square damn before they knocked it down right uh yeah before well no it's the the building where the that where uh toppers is or -hmm. rusty's okay it was in the corner over there okay okay um i i I had i worked at the small car shop that was on five points uh where the q club is all right but anyway so when i was a kid we'd go into danny jen's place in, in goleta and i always remembered always remembered i don't know if you probably haven't seen the movie it's firefox with clint eastwood it was a very specific airplane that he flew i had to have it he had something floating over the door well when i was when i 
was working over at Hobby Town here in Thousand Oaks, the guy who bought Danny Jen's place, I'm like, hey, whatever happened to the, you know, because he's liquidating all the kits. Whatever happened to this model I described it to him was hanging over the door. He goes, you know what? I think I still have that. And so he came back the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was seeing this when I was 10, eight, nine years old. Uh-huh. So 40 odd years ago. So there were so many hobby shops in Ventura County, Santa Barbara County man, back in the a, day. That's a trip. I had no idea, man. And, you know, when I had stumbled ac- across Ventura Hobbies, when I walked in, I was like, dude, like now I know that there's still a place where I can get, get kids and get paint and whatnot, right? Yep. And, and I was just tripping out. I was like, I got to come back here. But during that time, I was still in high school. Like I, I wasn't even driving yet. I yep. might have been a, I might have been like a, a sophomore in high school. And you know, living in Oxnard, like I never like really left Oxnard, you know? Like no. Like you would you, you really like, never did. Really, no, nah, like my parents, like if I told my parents, oh take me to Ventura, like we weren't gonna go to Ventura unless the whole family's gonna go to Ventura for something, you know? It was yeah. it, it wasn't really like like, oh yeah, I will drop you off and I'll pay. No, nah, that wasn't gonna happen. So, <laughs> So it was like the, the only way later is like later in high school, once we, with my homies, we started skateboarding and then we heard yeah, yeah. We build a skate park and in, in parts of Ventura by the mall. Yep. That's when we started taking the bus to Ventura. And then we, That's were, hilarious. we would end up out there. But, um, but then again, it's like, you know, time went on. And, and um, when I was reading one of the, uh, uh, like I had never owned the first issue of Lord or Bicycle Magazine. I, right. I ended up getting that later as an adult through eBay. And when I was reading it uh, in the first uh, issue of Lauder Bicycle Magazine, in the model section, um, they feature, um, they mention uh, the model fest. Yeah. At that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was blown away. Like my mind blew, like blew up right there because I realized this was going down around the time when I was building models, but I had no idea. That this was happening yeah it's it i think if more kids uh, i used to say this to my i used to say this to my the, the parents of the kid they would bring their kids and trying to get them into something if i can get one kid to do a hobby i'm winning the battle i'm never going to win the war technology is always going to be more intriguing but if you can get them to think you know get them to build, use their hands. I mean, my, so I have three kids, you know, I've got an 11 year old, an eight year old and a four year old. My oldest daughter's been building since she was two. My son's been building since he was three. Um, so even though they're into technology, they still now divert back to using the gray matter and building stuff. That's cool, man. Yeah, my my daughter, she's she's two. She's gonna be three like in August. But like she, when, when like we're in the room, like I have my desk set up with all my stuff, mm-hmm. and she knows, dude. I leave stuff. She does not touch it, but she knows, and she just stares at it, and she looks at the colors. And I'm showing her, like you know, this is that stuff. But look at the colors, and and like I'm just trying to like put it in her head, like these are tools. This is this. This is that. Yeah. And she just stares at it. And then, you know, she just kind of goes, but then she comes back and she looks. Once in a while, she'll give me like a, one of her stickers. She wants <laughs> to put it on my desk. I'm like, all right, we can stick it on here. 
So, you know, it, oh, man, that's dope. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You know, yeah. My, my four-year-old. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things. I know for sure, you know, at some point I'm going to be like, you know, let's do projects because right now she's getting into like uh, painting with uh, water paint, you sure. know, like on on paper and whatnot. She's just exploring. She's seeing like if you dip this in water and you dip it in this, you get this. So it, it's pretty cool, man. And and I, I know what you mean. I want to do the same. Like I want my daughter to like also build some kids. As so well. uh have you shown her? Has she seen the car move the move the cars movies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does she kind of dig it? Yeah, it, it's uh because you know she she's we're going through like the Disney movies, right? And we, we're we're seeing all the princesses and all this. Yeah. Stuff. And now and now we're jumping into like let's watch Monsters Inc. Now let's watch Cars. Like we're starting to switch it up now, and she's okay. starting to get into it. And she's starting to kind of be kind of like what the heck like. Like what's if she on? latches on to one of the one of the characters, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's from cars or planes, um, the model the model company uh, Svezda, I think I'm saying that right. It's a Czech company. They make snap tights, press togethers, that are super simple. I mean, like I said, I, my two year old at the time put it together. I obviously I cut the stuff off the sprue, but she assembled. Um, three years old. Uh, I don't know if you remember seeing uh, her. She, we had it out at the uh, dedicated show, the '64 Impala that she painted. You know, uh, where's it? Yeah. Oh, let's see it. But to me, I'll go get it. I'll go get it from. You know, I'll show it to you. But to me, to me, a rattle can. Three year old. <laughs> I got video of it. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go get. She went. She got best youth uh, at that show. Yeah, that's cool, man. So they'll they'll learn what you teach them. Yeah, yeah. That's Just, there's there's got to be that spark. Mm-hmm. So if they can latch into it, it, you're off. Yeah, man, that's cool. And and you know, um, re- regarding you know go, going back to like the, the those hobby shops, like yeah. You know, during that time when a lot of those shops were open, was it one of those things that, like, did it just be a cool feeling knowing you could go to all these different places that were all in town? It there, it was always, <laughs> it was always one of these things with my pop. Don't tell your mother that we're going here, and he he, <laughs> <laughs> so he he would always end up buying kits. Drove my my mom up and up a, up a wall. But I knew that if I was going with him, that I'm coming home with one. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. I won't say nothing, but I want that one. I, that's it. I'm good, Dad, but it's going to cost you that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. God, the first model contest I ever entered into, I got destroyed. Mm. Absolutely destroyed. I thought I did amazing. Yeah. And I got just, it was at the hobby town there. Uh, God, I got, I think I was 10. So 10. Yeah, it might have been. I might have been eleven. I was in ju- coming into junior high at that point. Yeah, man, I got wrecked. When you when you saw like the kids, was it kind of like I got to go back to the drawing board, or how was? Would you no, it's, I quit. Oh, <laughs> I'm really? Like, I'm, I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, man. I can, that's that's crazy. Um, but obviously, you don't quit. 
it's it's once you've done it you've done it i'm actually going to try and recreate that i'm going to try and recreate that car mm. i have i have all the parts to do it to yeah. recreate what i built back then so that will probably be done in the next year or two <laughs> yeah man did, did you keep a lot of those kids from from back in the day no um a lot of the stuff got if i it's like i was telling lee we had a conversation about this a couple of weeks back um I, funny enough, don't have a lot of the stuff I built. Uh, I, if I, if it, I got to a point where I was doing shows where it wasn't, uh, you know, placing third, second, or first by two shows. Okay. Start pulling parts off of it, mm. toss stuff into boxes and build something else. Yeah. Um, I have... The oldest car that I've got that's built that I still have my hands on is when I built a '98, uh, and that was it. And I went to, to an IPMS uh, meeting, so I had rivet counters judging my car, <laughs> and it and it took in that show, so I kept that car. And then, of course, uh, the '60 that I showed you, um, and I've got three others that I didn't bring out, but you know, I've still got a, a number of cars that are probably 25 years old. And, that I've kept. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple cars I've kept from back then. Uh, when when um, when I realized before I stumbled across Ventura Hobbies, you know, when I was buying like my kids from Walmart, yeah. Um, I realized at that point, you know what? I think this is gonna be the last model that I'm gonna build. Like, I think I'm done. Like, this is this is the 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 best level or whatever at the time, right? I thought like this is as good as it's gonna get. Right. And, and um, I'm going to go for it with this kid. And and at that time, a lot of my friends who I was building with, they weren't building anymore. Right. So it was just like uh, like my buddy and myself, you know, we got the kids around the same time. We we're both working on our kids. And even then, even for him, it was like he was just like he didn't even finish his. He was just kind of like whatever, like about it at that time. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> girls, real cars. Yeah, and, and and it ain't about sitting at home building. <laughs> yeah, man, things change. And then um, I just remember um, I had the '67, and I didn't even—I I never primered any of my models at that time. I would just get the paint and just spray it, rattle can it. Right. And, and I was using—I uh, I think it was either testers or that Boyd. Uh, paint. Oh God, I miss Boyd paints. Mm -hmm. Those paints were dope. Yeah, I remember seeing them a lot back in the day, like a lot. And I remember, um, like, when I said, like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to paint anymore. Like, after, like, I finished that model, um, I still had, I think, like, a couple of Boyd cans. And I put them in a box. And I put everything in that box. And I just tucked it away in the garage <laughs> in my parents' house. And then years later, um, you know, once once I decided, oh, I'm going I'm gonna, to, I, I, I think I'm going to go and 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 get back into this and i opened the box and those those cans were still in there but i don't mm -hmm. i don't know if I, I never used them i never i never knew if they were still good or, or what because they were uh, more than 10 years i want to say yeah you could the the propellant was probably bad but you could crack the cans open mm -hmm. and get them mixed up and and put them in something else and 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 probably uh, probably get them working again yeah, but they're notorious for blowing out the bottom of the testers cans what what happened to the company? Did it get bought out or did it go under? Or? God, no. So so what ended up happening is Rustolium, 
bought tester paints. And when they did that, they very slowly started to, you know, kick the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the military paints. Uh, well, we don't need that. Uh, we don't need that. And then all of a sudden they just started on the chopping block. So they got rid of a lot of the lacquers. You remember when they brought out the testers lacquers? Yeah. Those are, again, I love those paints. They lay down perfect, especially cold. I'll say that again, cold. <laughs> Not hot. <laughs> Don't ever warm your cans. Spray it cold. Um, but they started killing all the lines. So now testers is pretty much gone. Um, you've got the base, they get their basic lines. So you're left with what? Tamiya, Gunzi. Um, mm-hmm. If you can get it, and then you got what SMS? Uh, it's SMS. Oh yeah, out in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of Australia, and then um, it was a Scale Auto Paints out of Utah. Mm-hmm. So there's there's guys in MCW, and these guys are starting to MCW is picking up a lot of the military line. Again, so is so is I. Yeah. I believe um, um, Splash Paints is supposed to come out. I think they already have military uh, colors, yeah. lacquers as well. Yeah. Yeah, so the the void that testers created with getting rid of the model master line, getting rid of the, the lacquer paint line for the paints for the rattle cans, um, we've got replacements for that stuff. But it's it's yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's a trip, man. Like, there's always going to be like just changes, you know? Like, with yeah, well, there always the is. And, yeah, everything keeps like just shifting and changing all the time and you know the the model fest you know i I saw you earlier this year there um i was i was glad you were there i was i saw you i'm like whoa he's here (laughs) how many years have you been going to that show now for now oh my god um i've i've been going to that show since 1990 Dang, and, and you've never missed the show? I, I periodically I've missed the show, but as a common yeah. rule, no, no. And I, I, I've I've gone to that show. Well, we I started going to the show when it was at the Westlake Hyatt, mm-hmm. and then it went to the Ventura County Fairgrounds, and then it went to Burn moved it to the CAF in Camarillo. Camarillo, yep, I remember mm-hmm. that one. And, and then things went sideways with that nonsense and back to the fairgrounds you go. Um, But yeah, I mean, I've been going to that show. Yeah. I would say not a hundred percent, but I'd say at least 80% of the time I've been going to that show since 1992. Yeah. It's, it, you know, what tripped me out is uh, that day of the show, right when I'm leaving, right. I look, you know, like when you enter and like burns right there with all right away, I see already the flyer for the next year. Yep. He's no joke. Damn, bro. I was like, damn, we already got the, I could already book my table for next year. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, cool. He, 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 that's how he operates. He, he, once that show's done, that show's in the books. Let's move on to the next year. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's always good. I've, I've been judging, I've been judging with him mm-hmm. at his show. God, I was assistant superintendent at the Ventura County Fairgrounds uh, for a couple of years and I was out at the Ventura County Fairgrounds, God, for, a dozen 15 years somewhere like that yeah uh in the hobby department um but yeah 
You always go to um man, what what's the what's the big show they have at, at Ventura? The 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 oh, national well, yeah, it was the Primer Nationals, mm-hmm. which is uh, John, John and Jenny Parker. That was their show. Uh, th- they sold it to, I believe they sold it to a guy named Dave. And they, it changed from the Primer Nationals to the Ventura Nationals. Ventura Nationals, okay. Right. The, the, the Primer Nationals was two full days. Three, if I remember correctly, because Friday night it was the bowling alley. And then you had the show Saturday and Sunday. Um, that was again. That was that was great. That's when you had back to the beach. You had the rap thing uh, extravaganza. You know, you, I mean, that entire that entire time period was amazing. Yeah, and like and like now, when you when you go to these shows, like you still find a lot of inspiration in, in the one on one scale cards that are being busted out or premiered. Not as much. Not as much anymore. It's it's mm-hmm. gotten ridiculous. Uh, this whole, <laughs> I have a tri- I have a trigger, I have a trigger word and it's called rat rod. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that word. I couldn't yeah. stand it when the guys out of the, out of, uh, <laughs> out of the choppers and Burbank even mm-hmm. said that in hot rod magazine. Rat rod. Uh, yeah. I can't stand that word. I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, cause they call, um, here. So an unfinished custom. Let's say that this was primer. Like I used to drive a, I had a 52 Buick that was primer with flames. I did the flames, all that stuff. People called it a rat rod because it oh. wasn't painted. They're not calling it a custom. Uh-huh. They're calling it a rat rod. It's like, oh my God, no, go away. It's a custom. <laughs> yeah. The, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we t- you were asking me about my my inspirations so mm-hmm. my dad built car models he was Viet- he was in vietnam you know he was he, car guy um so you asked me to bring this one out and, and i'll show it to you so i took the surfboards off the top but the motor that's in this is a motor that my father built on ship in Vietnam. And so the kit itself, this I picked up for a dollar from Chip, who's a a good friend of mine out here, sells models and shows and whatnot. So this was a bag kit. So I built the bag kit, cut the roof out of it, put the wood spars in. Of course, you got to have the little, a little alligator. I don't know if you guys can see it or not, but there's a little alligator on the seat there. Um, you know, and, and I threw it together um, to resurrect the motor because the, the car that he had built, um, actually, I've got that right here. Hold on. Let me, let me open up my box. Sorry. Go ahead, man. It's all good. Um, yeah, here we oh, go. So, got it? Yeah. So, there's the original body that my dad did back in God, he did this kit in 60 68 69 so i have i have all the parts to fix it and get it back to the way it was when i remember it as a kid but that's where the motor came from for that unit and so you know um so it, it it stems from way back. <laughs> Man, that's cool. 
That's a trip, man. That's pretty awesome. Um, you know, that the engine you were able to, you know, use it in this kit right here. Like, you know, yeah. and, and it's like it's almost like a collab right there, you know, between you yeah. and your dad, like combined right there with that build. Yeah, I unfortunately lost um when I moved out of the house. Um I won't get into the details, but I lost a lot of his stuff uh when they cleaned the house out and I they didn't tell me because I had my room sealed off. So my dad's stuff was in there. My stuff was in there. Um, somebody had broken in and gotten all the original Hot Wheels that I had and of mm -hmm. his and some other stuff in the, in the models. So mm -hmm. there was very few things left over. So I treasure that motor very much. That motor will stay with me and be in many other kits. Yeah. No, man, that's cool. And then it's something, too, you probably, you know, you tell your kids about as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep, and they they they've heard about it. They have they've never they, they'll never know him, but they they've heard of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you show us your your bench, man? I keep I keep looking oh, at the bench. God, yeah, it looks like you have a lot of cool stuff right there. Okay, all right. So don't mind me. I'm going to move the camera. Um, and and don't judge. It's dirty. <laughs> so this is where I end up working. Paint. Let's see if you can see. There's paint rack, tools, spare resin bodies in here. Some other goodies and decals here. Uh, soon to be's. You know my my airplane side of things. Uh, the proverbial stash. Uh, down to you know the current build I'm doing, and then you know. All the other stuff on this side. <laughs> Not to mention um, the shed out back with about 150 kits on top of that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where I build. That's cool. And um, as messy as it is. Do you, do you build at night or how is it? What's your schedule yes. like when it comes to building? Um, if I'm lucky to get a weekend in, I'll, I'll, be, I'll work on Saturday, maybe a Sunday. Um, usually it's after everybody's gone to bed and mm -hmm. I'll sit out here till like one o'clock in the morning. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, man. I, I can relate, man. That's how I feel. You know, um, during the day, it's like just work and, you know, my mm -hmm. daughter's at daycare. And finally, when the time comes to, all right, let's pick her up. She's back at home. You know, yep. I'm, not, then, I'm not working on models or nothing. I'm not looking nope. at nothing. You know, I'm disconnected from everything. And then it's not until they're asleep. And it's like, all right, cool. You go do your thing, and and I just exactly. I just you <laughs> let know, me know if you need something. I'll, I'll I'm good, but I'll, I'll yeah. be out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know where to find me. You That's know? it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm 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 not that far away. Um. Yeah. That's why this. That's why the um the Corvette build is take. Oh, there goes the headlight. It's not done yet. But that's why the the Corvette build for the FFAF F is build is taking as long as it is. So that's a 58 Corvette. Let me just drop the headlights out of there. It's still in pieces, but, you know, copper insert, 57 Chevy, rear tail section, sectioned and shrunk to mate with the body line. So then again, that's all the way through. The front headlight assembly and mouth are all based off of the 
is it the 60? I think it's the 61 uh, style line kit that I pulled this stuff off of. And then 58 Impala center section. I don't have the steering wheel put in, but I've got a separate steering wheel coming off the end. So it's not attached to anything. So it's a floater. And then again, rattle can. No rubbing, no buffing. That's cool. When it comes to the like to the rattle cans, um, as far as like the clear, are you using that that TS thirteen from Tamiya? I like the TS thirteen. Um, oh, is there something I different you're using? Yeah, no, I prefer I, with my clears. I prefer the testers lacquer. Um, testers makes a just a fantastic clear, and it being a lacquer base, it's still applies really well with the that's not it that's my decal paint my decal spray i don't have one here i don't think and and is this a yeah. can um let me see um so that's the ts13 that you're talking about oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh okay so i just i just picked up this Ooh, i have you know i have one of those i haven't used it yet but i heard i heard those are dope but i don't it's know me is it yes they just they just wrap the the packaging. They, yeah, this is just this this is Tamiya. It, it's it. If you look at the cans, okay. the cans are exactly the same. Um, yeah. I haven't used it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use it. I'm probably going to end up using it on the Corvette. Yeah, I've seen. Um, he's on Instagram, and I, I believe it's Mister Model. I want I want to say he's also in Southern California, and. Uh, not Mr. Model. It's um, what am I saying? It, it, I can't even remember his Instagram handle right now. But he does a lot of JDM builds. But he does yes. use spray when when he's because uh, he does these videos on YouTube and he's showcasing. And when I saw him, the results he was getting, I'm like, I gotta get that can. Sorry. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see. I've heard a lot of. I, model think, I think I know mods. exactly who you're talking about. I hmm? think it's model. I think it's model mods. The name might be. I'll I'll look after we're done. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but that's I picked that up at Burbank House of Hobbies. Oh, yeah, there was another one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, too, not too far. So, so Burbank House of Hobbies was already around, right? Around that time. Oh, Burbank House of Hobbies was around, has been around for a long time. Yeah, from like fifties um, or sixties. Yeah, from fifties, and then you had um, crazy. So the stuff, the the, the hobby shops that I, I used to go to as a kid. So you had Smith Brothers on Rivers on on Reseda. Mm -hmm. um and then from smith brothers then you had you come into burbank you had burbank house of hobbies you had uh tony and Addie's, so tna hobbies in burbank as well i knew tony he passed on unfortunately i think it was 2020 um they'd shut the shop down his him, him it was his mom was addy and his dad um and then him um and then of course um because we did the IPMS shows, our IPMS meetings out of Space Park in TRW building uh, in Redondo Beach or Manhattan Beach. I think it might be Manhattan Beach. Um, you had all the hobby shops down there. And there's still, some of them are still around, but I mean. Man, it, that Smith Brothers you mentioned, have they been in the same location? from back yeah, Smith, yeah, Smith Brothers has been in that location for I'm gonna say ever. They've been there for a long, long time. Mm, yeah, they had I, a, I, um, 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't even know about them until maybe like four years ago before the pandemic. I remember one of my friends was like, hey, let's check out this hobby shop. Because during that time, we were just like trying to visit whatever hobby shops mm -hmm. were, were around. And I remember going in and they were like, oh, yeah, we just acquired this collection uh, from someone who I guess had passed away. And and they had a lot of like they were still sorting a lot of the open box kits. And yep. it was missing like parts They were just like you know, this one's five bucks or 10 bucks or 15, depending what was missing in it. But, you know, the, I was like tripping. I was like, dang, this is like, I mean, I never knew this place was here. And, yeah. then, you know, we're like getting a bunch of stuff at that time. Um, so, so like when you, uh, you know, from all these years that you've gone to, you know, hobby shops, model shows and, and like the swap meets and all that, um, are, are you not looking for anything specific but let's say you see someone selling like bumpers or seats or whatever are those always things you tend to pick up for future so you have options for your customs no um i <laughs> i have an affinity right now um and 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 i'll kind of i'll kind of broach it this way I have an affinity for uh, dare I say bag kits. Five dollar kits. You know, like that's a customized 60 Starliner sitting in a bag. So I end up going this route because you can get stuff that people haven't used and a lot of people don't use the custom parts so what you end up with is all the all the really good custom parts for really cheap <laughs> no yeah man especially yeah getting a, a grab bags like that um i i picked some up a while back from um he, he's a vendor i believe he his name is cruz yeah david yeah, David Cruz. Yeah, dude, and, he's, he and his wife are great. Yeah, and you know, like in the bottom of the, of the tables, yeah, like, hell yeah, bag kits, and and I would never, I would, I would rarely see people digging down there, and I would be like, like when I had just met him, and I'm like, picking and just grabbing stuff and finding stuff. Yeah, I that's that's where I got this one was David had gotten a bunch of kits, and this was just that was just sitting. in one of the bags you know i'm like okay it's got a hell of a lot of potential the roof line's got to be changed so i've got another i've got another roof i can change the eight pillars and get the eight pillars right dude a, two bucks are you kidding with all the parts yeah i mean david david's great most of the guys at the swap meets you you run into them they're 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 all just salt of the earth people same with the guys that built there's there's very few people that are um, pompous, as it were. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's pretty chill. It's not like like oh, don't go over there. You can't talk to that dude or whatever. Like <laughs> like you gotta talk to him first before you get to him. You know. <laughs> we all we all know guys like that though. <laughs> you gotta talk to three people before you can get to him. Yeah. Like, damn, all right. The, the dawn. The dawn. Yeah, you got to go through. You got to go through the the consigliere. 
before the you Don, get to the Don. The Don just sitting there with a handout <laughs> holding a cane. That's yeah, exactly. Funny. That's funny. Dang. So, yeah, um, so Lee's coming out. What, what are you guys doing when he comes out? Are you guys, you, you mentioned the show. Tell us about the show. That you guys yeah. Have. So, uh, Don Graham has put on that show for years. Um, I started going out to that show in 90. What was it? I started working for Gene Winfield in 97. I went from, I went from working for uh, Valley head service in Northridge with, with the guys there building race engines. Um, I ran into Gene and he was one of my idols too in the customizing world. Um, I ran into him uh, out of the cruisers car wash off of Tampa. And so he goes, I go, you know, I'd love to work with you. He's like, well, just come on over. So I, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't real nice. Unfortunately, I, when I, I, I quit and I should have, I should have given Larry a little more time and Larry's a great guy. And we're, anytime we see each other at, at shows, it's always hugs. He's a great guy. Love Larry. I feel free to death. But so I went to work for Gene uh, and it was out on Eaton street off of uh, Sherman way at his shop. Um, so that was the first time I started going to the, to that show was when I was working for him. Um, so, you know, I helped with the, re the reactor rebuild. My wife at the time got to ride in, um, uh, the strip star, uh, Maybelline, you know, so Don has always put the car shows, the model contest on there. Uh, this one this one sweeped the show this one took everything including best of show that uh you know the year i took it out there at that point I, I retired it obviously but um so he puts on the model contest every year so lee and i were talking uh because i had taken the ffaf build uh the the 50 ford to the last show and we got to talking and i'm like well it's coming up everybody's seeing your stuff I go, dude, see about coming out. And um, so one thing led to another and he's like, yeah, okay, do you, sure. Okay. And I said, you can crash at my place. It's all good. You know what? So what we'll do is so he's flying in uh, on the 24th. And then, so I've already booked the hotel up there. So we're going to go up um, the 26th for the cruise. And then the 27th is the, is the model contest and car show. So, you know, John D'Agostino is going to be there. Um, um, Keith Wiesner, Gene, you know, there's going to be a bunch of big name customizers and stuff out there. And so it's, it's a bucket list. It's a bucket list, uh, you know, trip for him. So we're going to do that, do the show and then uh, do a SoCal circuit with the hobby shops and and you know he wants to meet up with you i know he's talked to you about that um and just meeting up with all the guys that he can down here while he's here and then he flies out again uh the beginning of uh june nice nice yeah so yeah i, I know um most likely like probably after that show that you guys are going to be out there i'll be able yeah. to link up with you guys you yeah know? that'll be great yeah, that'll be great. It'd be cool for us to definitely, you know, definitely link up. You know, well, the the goal is to get the goal is to get him to all the all the 
big hobby shops in Southern California, uh, the Peterson Museum. Um, pardon me a sec. <clears throat> I know that he's wanting to, he's, he's trying to get, uh, to get a hold of Dave Sutton over at Galpin to see if we can see the museum and, and all the stuff there. Cause there's some bucket list cars for him there that yeah, he wants that, to see. That Galpin, that's, uh, it's right off the freeway, right? Which freeway? Is it yeah. Freeway? Off of Roscoe. Okay. Yeah. yeah the Valley, the, off the 405. Yeah, 405. There you go. I've been there yep. once. That's a nice place. Hell yeah. Museum. Yeah, and and with him with with Dave curating it, you know, it will hopefully we can get him, you know, he we can get him in there to see that stuff while he's here. Yeah, I mean, um dang. Just got to uh show him be like, dude, check out the kind of work I do, you know, I'm coming from the UK and this and Well, that. exactly. Uh you know, and he's just, the, the the beauty of it is he's got an in with, you know, he, I think he talks with him off and on oh, okay, okay. Um, through Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, man. That would <laughs> be enough. very inspirational to, uh, to be able to come out and see this stuff, take it uh, in. He's going to have a, he's going to have a hoot. I, I'm, I'm yeah. beyond happy for him. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I originally thought that Lee was from out here when I saw his work. <laughs> well, his styling is very Southern California. Yeah, his, very, his styling, you know, with the whole bubble top thing, and and I'm I know Lee's watching it. Dang it, Lee! Because of you, I'm doing bubbles. <laughs> um, but you know, his his style is very um, mid or you know, early to mid '60s bubble style stuff, and it it's impeccable. I mean, let's be honest, it it it's period correct, which is great. I love it. Yeah, man, that's going to be exciting because, um, you know, I do see him, too. Like, he's been posting, like, all the work he's been putting in. Well, you see that Buick he's building? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always get excited when I see his updates with, like, yeah. you know, because you get to see the befores and then the after and you go, oh, wait, what the heck? And sometimes you do recognize some parts that he's using and you go, wait a minute, I remember seeing that in this kit. Or, like, oh, he's going to use it like that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, and exactly. I mean, you look at the dash and in, in in that he used, and and to be brutally honest, that that's where I've got my stole my idea with the floating steering wheel. So if you look at his cruiser, uh, the 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 hauler and his fifty seven, the way he's got the steering column set, it looks like you could do like the old uh, the, like the old Beechcraft aircraft could do. You could switch the control over to the co pilot and take a break. Um, very cool. I mean, you know, I sit there and look at that. It's inspirational because I, I wouldn't. I'm, I don't think that way. Yeah. And because of that group, because of uh, the camaraderie that has come from those in the group, and, and Lee especially, and then you know, it's very interesting to watch other people work and go, man, I didn't think about that. I should have done that. <laughs> when, when when you received his models and you were looking at them were you like tripping out like just seeing them like dude they're here i <laughs> i'll be honest i my heart sank when i got them because i i i i heard you know it's, it's like you oh that doesn't got them out they were perfect he held a lot of them together thankfully with white glue which saved a lot of it 
so they were they're beautiful his builds uh again the inspiration i i, I they're I, you can't get into somebody's head that much it's it's very cool to see that stuff work um the asymmetrical 49 that he that i've got in my hand in my hands right now um looking at that i'm like okay so now i'm inspired to do a channel job <laughs> now i'll channel a 49 mm -hmm. that's crazy i uh you know i know you guys are gonna like hit up a lot of spots i hope he brings like extra luggage like a bigger luggage to be able to like bring home. <laughs> <laughs> i i i think he's got it pretty well planned out uh where he's gonna be he's gonna be taking the hauler and and the uh, he's bringing i think he's bringing out one or two others for the show okay. on top of what he already sent out yeah um so that's all got to go back with him and he's going to keep those carry on as I understand it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know if he's going to be able to, you know, or if he's going to be w wanting to or send stuff, uh, uh, via FedEx or whatever, or, or postal service to get to him. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I think he's going to find it very hard not to pick up stuff when he's out here. Yeah. <laughs> I know man. he's going uh, we're, we're, I know we're going to Pegasus, um, and he's going to stock up because he's got his buddies over there. Yeah. Uh, he's going to stock up on rims. Yeah, they're, wait, they're <laughs> waiting on him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, does use, he does use a lot of like the wheels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I. Um, it's, it's funny. I was going to send him out. I'd gone to Pegasus because he had um, he had sent me something that he can only be gotten in the UK. They won't ship to the U S let me, uh, it, it, it's something he built. I was just jonesing over when I saw it. Um, which is, a <laughs> it's a Chinese cabinet. If you go look at his, uh, on his Instagram page, you'll see it. He built, it's a little Chinese cabinet and it's one twenty-four scale. Well, you've got all the little characters and the phones and all the custom tchotchkes out of the older kits. And he's sitting there, and he's sitting there putting them, putting them on the. I'm like, that's way too cool. I have to have that. <laughs> so he sent this out to me, and I was going to send him back. I, so I'm holding off now since he's coming out. But you know, the Sprue Butcher's uh, club plaque for the for our for our model club, and then of course all the Pegasus wheels <laughs> that that I that I picked up to send out to him so when he gets here he's he's got you know care package waiting that's awesome man T tell us about uh sprue butcher brute uh, oh the sprue butchers yeah yeah tell us about because i've seen you rock the shirt oh i i rock the shirt and i will rock the shirt till the until the day i die yeah do you have so, a near there to show like the logo um uh, I don't. I don't have my Sprue yeah. Butcher shirt on because it was dirty. We'll, we'll share oh. it later in, in the stories, if not. Actually, yeah, that's fine. But let me let me see if you can. Oh, I don't think you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, you can pull it. it uh, I'll send you the image. Okay. So the the Sprue Butchers. Um, so Robert Raymond, uh, again, you know, met him when I had the hobby shop. Um, he, he just salt of the earth guy, gr just really good modeler. So we've always we've always kept in contact one way or the other. We've seen each other's shows and we've had a you know a phone number and whatnot after I left it, lost the shop and whatnot. And we were talking back in 20. It's like, dude, 
we got to do a car. We, we got to do a hobby, uh, you know, a, a model club, just guys that are like-minded and think like us in custom world. So we were trying to come up with a name, trying to come up with a name. And, uh, you have the auto, you have the auto butchers out of East LA, which have, they have, you know, a, a, a butcher knife and the logo. So we kind of borrowed that, that theme but we can't you can't call it auto butcher you can't step on another club's name you just can't do it um and then facebook there's uh they have the model butchers so it's like you can't do it's like no that's corny so because we modify the crap out of everything we're constantly cutting sprue i'm like oh okay well, why don't we just call it the sprue butchers so the logo so that's why you see me rock the logo so it's two exacto knives number 11 blades with blood off the tip of one of the blades because you know you stick yourself with the blade every time anyway and so that was the that was the birth of that club um lee i think wound up being yeah chewy was was our third member between after us two and then you had lee come on board so lee and then uh, Yoshihiro. Uh, I don't know if you've seen his work. He, the guy's just absolutely amazing. Yoshihiro uh, Habara. Where's he? Where's he based out of? Japan. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I, his Instagram handle is I think Terry Habara. Terry Habara. Okay. Yeah. Look him up. I mean, the man is a monster when it comes to building. Just accurate customs like the stuff you saw on in <laughs> the stuff you saw in the little pages that i live my life by building customs the stuff you saw in this he just he, he just got done building you know it, you gotta look everybody's watching you need to look at terry stuff it's phenomenal if you're on facebook it's uh, yoshihiro habara so you know we, we asked him to come on board and then um uh, Furby Miguel, we have him, and uh, um, God, I'm drawing a blank right now. So rude, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Lee Goody, well, I call him Goody because his last name has an E and it's good with an E. But so Lee, and then um, oh, Rick Hoving, big auto restyler, uh, Crestum Chronicles. Um, that type of stuff so it, it, it it's just a bunch of guys that do customs and hot rods like-minded guys That's dope. and we're and we're all over the place like i said japan the uk australia netherlands california texas tennessee oh yeah james texas scott is another one of our another one of our guys um and then uh, we brought on a couple of uh, a couple of new ones. Um, Tommy um, can't remember his last name, but that guy's a building fiend too. He's just been he's been posting like crazy with all his builds lately. So, nah, that's cool, man. That that's dope. Yeah, because yeah. I I remember seeing the uh, your shirt, and I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. When I saw the logo <laughs> and the knives and everything. Yeah. Um, God, I really, I, I, I apologize. I really should have had, and I, that's a failing on my part. I should have had the logo handy. 
Yeah, no, it's um, all good. It's all good. We could always share it on Instagram. So yeah, people could check that out. I want people to see that on the. That's yeah, pretty neat. the logo's dope. My my yeah. wife my wife designed it, and I said, "No, oh, we got to do this. Got to do this. Got to have this." And then, yeah, yeah, no, that was that was great. Um, that's cool. We're people we're actually gonna have four of us. I think I think four of us at um at the uh cruise and nationals this year so four of the members should be together yeah nice everyone rocking the the club shirt absolutely you gotta gotta get get some photos you gotta get without a doubt yeah without a doubt um that and again the ffaff Mm -hmm. group off of off of facebook we're all members of that too so (laughs) so now you've got that um that's tight. Did you go? Did you go to? Uh, I didn't. I don't remember if I saw you or not. Did you go to the Grand National Roadshow show this year? Uh, not this year. No, I missed uh, okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. Um, yeah, I heard. I heard there was like a lot of cool stuff at that one. Oh yeah, it was a lot of good stuff on the tables. Um, uh, Jesse Walker. Mm-hmm. From uh, uh, te- Texas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're MCBA boys, right? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's MCB or he might be from, um, uh, man, see, now I'm drawing a blank from Texas. Yeah. So, I want to, I want to say from uh, D- detail junkies crew. Well, I know he's detail junkies, but I think he's also MCBA because okay, okay. Uh, they had, uh, they had blessed me with, uh, the honorary that honorary uh plaque that they had for one of their members that was oh, heavily bro. into yeah, cracking, yeah cracking uh doors open and you know just filleting the car completely mm-hmm. um so you know uh, a big thank you to those guys i i can't yeah. uh, that, that floored me oh that's dope man that's cool yeah you know um earlier right now when you were talking you showed that little booklet it's like a, like yeah. a mini magazine right <laughs> okay so all right. So for those of us in the custom world, uh, these are these are Bibles. Um, so this is 1958 Carcraft magazine. These were known as mini pages. They actually kind of outlawed these because high school kids would stick them in their books and read these instead of their curriculum in class. But I mean, you had, you know, you know, expanded metal grills feature, you know, and um you know, Rod and Custom Magazine, 1954, you know, Midwest Rod and Custom. So, you know, you get, this is all, this keeps, this allows us to keep to the traditional side of customizing and the hot rod world and and all of that, you know. So I, I, I live in build, but I don't know if you'll recognize that. That's the thirty the thirty two five window that Ravel puts out is based off of that off of that car. Um, Von Dutch first paint job and pinstriping, um, and then of course the inspiration for the fifty that I did. You know, so it, it's. These are living Bibles to custom cars. So that, that's where a lot of, and Lee, I know Lee, I think Lee's got a bunch of these too. Um, yeah, I remember that's, I to the Ventura Nationals uh, some years back and 
you know, like inside inside of those uh, those rooms where all the vendors are set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I remember going into one of those halls, and um, there was like you know people selling the magazines, and there was like a rack, in that rack it was like a, a spindle rack, and it was just full of them. Oh yeah, of those magazines, and people. I I mean you know you see people picking them up and grabbing them, and I was like, dang, people are going crazy for those little magazines. It, it's because uh, you had a lot of stuff that George Barris did a lot of um, photography work, so a lot of his stuff wound up being put into the little pages and then you had of course you know the standard guys with hot rod magazine with uh carcraft magazine um so this is all just the visual history of of you know how you get to the ideas to do this mm. um you know the ideas you know to help you get along to get into the bubble, you know, bubble stuff. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. I was raised on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Do you ever uh, uh, still need to like fill in like those empty holes, like the issues that you might've missed in the past? Yes. I, I go through, I go through, um, <laughs> I go through times where I'll purge. I'm like, okay, <laughs> time to go. And then I'm like, damn it. I need that one. Uh, I got to buy that yeah. one back. Yes. So uh, I just bought um, about six or seven months ago. A guy up the street had um, a lot of hot rod and car craft magazines from starting in the early 60s through to the 90s, um, about 350 plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I picked them up for 50 bucks and they're all in sleeves. <laughs> yeah. They're all <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> What am I going to do with all those damn things? But again, it's reference. If yeah, I want to yeah, do, yeah. that's crazy. If I want to do an '80s custom truck, if I want to do an '80s El Camino or something, there's my reference points. Mm-hmm. Dang! So like he he like collected them. I'm assuming he read them and he protected them in the sleeves and he took care of them yeah. all these years. And then at the end, he's just like, just take it off for fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. It's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, he was over it. He was like, yeah, he was over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his old lady were over it. I think his old lady was over it more than he was. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, back then, like collecting. I was getting the uh, Vice magazine, but when it was an actual magazine, like, yeah, you know, now it's like you know, there's a YouTube channel on HBO. But way before all that, it was like a physical magazine. Like there were free issues that I would get at record stores. Oh, wow, and I w- I was like stacking, and I had a big stack of Vice magazines, and and I would I would read them and just look. At, I wanted to see more of the music, like reviews mm-hmm. stuff, and I and I hoarded these magazines for years, you know, and they had so many volumes of of their magazines, and you know, at some point I w- I started to buy some, and even though they were free, I'm all buying them in the secondary market, but yep. eventually, like. I had them in a box and this box was heavy, you know? And you're done moving them. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know where to put these. <laughs> they're just in the way. And um, I told friends, Hey, do you want these? And they were like, nah, we don't want that. So yep. then it just ended up me just tossing it in the trash. I was over them. Well, you know, and, and cause I had the hobby shop, I had that a lot. I'd have guys that were in the trains like my father was, I mean, I'm still, <laughs> 
I'm going to my mom's house probably in the next couple of weeks to start going through more stuff. Train magazines. It was huge in the, from the 30s into the 60s. And then it started to start tapering off into the 70s and 80s. And you get into 90s and 2000. And you just now you're just a bunch of guys that there, there's very few guys that are starting to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you can't give away train magazines. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's unfortunately, you know, with the younger generations, mm-hmm. you know, as they're coming up, they're not understanding this. So the market will peak on these and people are going to be throwing them away again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's cyclical, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. And, uh, um, and as far as like your builds, um, yeah. when, you get, when you get one done, I, I know like, do you, do you ever take a break and kind of reset for a minute or are you just back <laughs> on the horse? Let's say, Oh God. Um, normally I would take a break and not build for another year. I'll, I, I I'm good with one a year. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm good with one a year. Too much. Um, so, so let's, let's kind of, I'll aim this down. So the guy, so everybody can see. Okay. So 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2023. Um, where's my other one? Uh, yeah, my, my little, my little, sh- my little schlock rod way up there. Uh, 2023. So this year, um, after all the builds that we were doing at the, uh, with the FFAFF, um, we thought we were going to take a break and not build. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, no, we'll do the Corvette. And again, Lee inspired with the bubble top. I'm like, you know, okay, I'll play. Let's go. And then, of course, you know, Iceman and, and all of that stuff. And I couldn't build. I couldn't take the 72 blazer they wouldn't let me take the 72 blazer put a 69 hood on it put a 69 grill on it and do a patina paint job and 21 inch stock you know rims that look like stock hubcaps so like no you can't do that so i'm like "Mm." okay so i found a rendering of somebody did uh, a c it's like it was a c10 they called the c28 which has the camaro front clip the camaro body lines Camaro front end on a C cap. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I don't, I'm not going to buy a 72 C10 to build it. I'm like, how am I going to get around this? Okay. I'll just take the blazer instead of doing, calling it a C28, I'm calling it a K28 because it's a K10 blazer anyway. So Camaro front clip. Let me get the hood on here. I got I to gotta build a support structure, but, you know, so Camaro hood rounded to match the body, <laughs> rounded to match the body, spliced them in so that it's going to, so it gets the look of what that was. And that's the inspiration. I saw that. I'm like, okay, that crosses over and achieves what I want to do. All right, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's different. That's pretty dope. I, I've never seen anything like that. You know, you see your photos on, on Instagram. And I'm like, damn, like you can see the cuts and everywhere, you know. Yeah, I, I love to butcher things. Again, it comes down to 
sprue butchery, mm-hmm. uh, you know, splice and dice, not going to, uh, you know, try not to do as much 3d printed stuff as possible. No box. Cause stuff. you can get the fender flares and all of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. To add on there. But, you know, so the body line that's, that's Bondo. Damn, Bondo, so Bondo and a lot of sanding. Bondo and a lot of sanding to get that and that and that yeah, body line straight. straight as an arrow, and that's probably forty five minutes of sanding. <laughs> yeah, what do you use as far as like a Bondo or putty to shape stuff? Just good old automotive Bondo. Nice. And is that a, is it like a two part? Like you have to mix it with something else or is it just, oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. A little, a little piece. A little blue hardener and, and gray putty. Yeah. Dang. And how long, uh, when it settles, um, when you start working it, like, is it in hours or is it like the next day? No, God, no, no. Depending upon how you, how hot you mix it. Again, that's one of the things I learned from Gene. Yeah. Uh, is how to I learned how to mud and all that. So, depending upon how you mix the hardener, it depends upon how long it'll determine how long it sets. Mm-hmm. So, the hotter the mixture, the shorter the work time, but the quicker you can start sanding. The longer it takes, the more adhesion you get, but the shorter it, it takes, even longer to be able to sand it. Mm-hmm. So, from from when I put the mud on the body. So I could address the, the body panel line from when I did that to where you see it right now, which is significantly far away from being anywhere close to having, uh, being where I want it. Um, that's about an hour and a half. It, it was set. It was set within 15 minutes. I let it, it needs to be just tacky enough, 220 grit to cut away all the heavy stuff and then back down grits. Dang. So is that what you call it, mudding? When you're when you're applying? You yeah, know? you're mudding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's I literally never, like I mud. never heard that, but that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 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 laying mud. It's because it's the consistency of a good heavy duty mud, and you're just smearing it on, mm-hmm. getting the contours, being able to, you know, it's like it's basically like working regular putty. It's the, there's no difference between it and like the old squadron. Uh, well, there is a bunch difference, but it's still the same theory. You're shaping with the Tamiya putty. You're shaping with the squadron putty. This just gives you a little bit heavier platform to be able to create bigger shapes. Um, let me pull this out here. The other thing that I like to use a lot of is this. I don't know if you can see it. There you go. That's better. Let's see, epoxy sculpt. So two-part epoxy. So you mix these two together and you can hand shape everything. Mm. Is it is that like a like a clear, like a gel kind of material? It's a clayish material. Oh, okay. um, Dang. Yeah, I've never uh, never used that. No. It's a, it's a lot of fun um, because you can again the more hardener you put into it the faster it sets the, the it's real temperamental you can't put too little or it doesn't dry um, but you can <laughs> I gross people out when I say this 
but I when I shape a panel like the 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 back panels, all of this was extended to address the light. So that was all extended and widened. So there's plastic behind it, but all the all the filler in here and in here is all that that two-part epoxy. And you can either use water. If you have water, you can use it and wipe wipe it off with your hand and it'll actually come off in shape. Yeah. So then you're not having to do heavy sanding. You just hit it with a 500 grit and go from there. Yeah. I had another question. Like I've heard people say, um, you know, I did a pie cut like on the hood. <laughs> yeah. What, what, I, what I, does that, what's the definition that. for that? Or like, what is that for those that don't know? So really easy. So matter of fact, let me break out with the other hood. I'll show you. Um, well, I can do it on here. So if you have, I'll draw it out and I'll show you. So if you have a hood and you want to bring the front end of the hood down, but you don't want to have, but you don't want to cut the entire hood. What you're going to do is you're going to take two points and I'll draw it like this. Let me, let me draw it out for you. And it's just like making a pizza pie. So you're going to cut the piece like this. Now it's a little bit aggressive because you, you want to carry it back a little further. So what you're doing is you're eliminating that center piece, which will then bring this piece down and meet up with the bottom piece, thus shrinking your hood. So you're doing a pie cut. Um, I did a pie cut on the I did a pie cut on the roof on the on the fifty. So let's see, I'm just don't want to drop her so the the roof line here is 1949 ford the back half is 1955 pontiac well it's too wide so you have to take and slice at an angle so you got your center line however you want to move however much you want to shrink it so if it's let's use let's say it's an eighth of an, an eighth of an inch off here an eighth of an inch off here where you're going to cut that measurement in half on either side and shrink it. That's going to give you your overall eighth of an inch variation to shrink the top. And that's a pie cut. So it's a, or known as a wedge cut. Nice. Yeah. So like for like the pie cut wedge cut, I, I didn't know you could do that on the roof. I always thought it was just like the hood or because you could do it on the trunk too, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you, the guys that do bombs, um, if you go and take a, you can, you can pie cut or wedge cut of the 51 Chevy because it's got that bump of a trunk. Well, if you lay it down, you can take and cut a wedge cut out of it so that you're cutting, uh, so you got to cut that out. You know what's going to do? You're shrinking that spot. So it lays that down. Man, that's interesting. Yeah, because I, 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 uh, I didn't know it was like that. Kind of like, you know, like if you're cutting a pie, like to like a triangle. Yeah. And and depending upon the the degree of that cut, or how much you have you want to shrink that cut to achieve the look, it's just you you just got to make sure that your math is right between how far you want to come down to how much you have to cut out. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that makes total sense the way you drew it out right there. I was like, oh man. 
for some reason i i didn't think it was like that like uh like the triangle i almost thought like um like you follow well, the like curve like cut a section yeah, and you can do it flat correct depending upon the my roof was a triangle so that it brought the edges together flat on a hood you're flat so you're cutting out this section to bring the hood to lay down so mm -hmm. that you have look like that instead of being up like this mm -hmm. so this is flat and the wedge is the angle you're cutting out and removing this section to bring this down mm. man that's pretty dope man that's a trip you, you've taken me down memory lane you know, <laughs> paint paint cold yes paint cold people yeah if you think if you think i'm joking i'll send you a video <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And then also like the the weather back in like Oxford Ventura is always cold. How is it there? Is it kind of the same in Thousand Oaks? No. So I miss I miss Oxnard weather. Yeah. Um, my my wife does not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where being in Thousand Oaks, the Conejo Valley, um, this is kind of a uh, it's a caldera. It's an old. This is an old volcano. Mm. So it's a bowl. So. When it gets really hot and there's no offshore breeze, yeah. it gets stagnant here. Yeah, it gets really hot, but you but because we're close enough to the to the hill, we still get a lot of the coastal breeze. We get the fog most nights, so you know it's 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 beautiful. You can't argue with it. Yeah, Ventura still... County. Look, let's be honest. Ventura County in California. There's nothing better than Ventura County. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I might be I might be I partial. It. What can I say? I miss it, dude. Yeah, I, I feel the heat out here. I'm like, dang. I wanna, I wanna... Yeah, you're you're out where again? I'm in like an Alhambra area. Oh, so if you're in Alhambra, my my friend owns the oldest uh, the oldest hobby distributorship in the in the country. That's out here, right? Yeah, Cal Hobby, dude. Um, I remember I, I looked up like back then, like distributors, and this spot popped up, and it was like Alhambra. Yeah. But, um, I, I never, I never hit them up because I, I was about to, but then like the the website had all these like you need this, you need this, you need this, and I was like, dang. If it, she's she's a little lean, uh, the the industry's not been kind. So, but her family's owned that distributorship for 115 years. Dang, yeah, I, I passed through it because it's not too far from where I'm at, and I was like. I was like, man, I, I wouldn't mind taking a little tour or just like popping in and saying what's up. I, I can, if you want to do that, you let me know. I, 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 Marta is an absolute doll. She's a sweetheart. Um, I go in there if I want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when she gets damaged kits, I'll go in there and I'll go. Yeah. Did you already get? The, okay, I'll pay you for those. <laughs> I'll take those. Yeah. <laughs> I'll snag those. You know. Um, yeah, if you want to, we'll talk. If if yeah. I'm up in that neck of the woods, uh, hit me up and uh, we'll meet up over there and I'll, yeah, that's I'll walk crazy. through. So it's one of the largest ones. Like it well, it's the oldest. It, oldest. It, it, you know, I mean, you've got Horizon Hobby has taken over the world. Um, they they were out to destroy us early. Um, same with you know um, Great Plains, um, but. Um, Marta being an independent, her family, I miss that. Hot. We'd I'd go down there once a week 
I, I do a once a week run to that Sentai, to her Sentai, and then back up to my to my shop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's still around. If you want to go, hit me up. I'll I'll take you out there. It's it's yeah, it's, it'd, be, it'd be pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, because it's not too far. Because I, I remember looking it up and being like, "Damn, that spot's like right here." It's like super close, you know. And, and she respects the hobby shops. She will not sell to the public. Period. End of sentence. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think I think what it was too on the site. I don't think she would sell to even like online stores too. Like it had to be brick and mortar. But I don't. It has to be brick and mortar. But. But it did strictly Correct. say brick and mortar, and that was a part that I was like, "Oh, dang! Well, I'm not brick and mortar." <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, in the future, she, I'll be like, oh, "I'll see you in five years, Martin. Uh, Ten years." Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, brick and mortars anymore, man. That's yeah, a tough man. gig. That's a tough gig. It is. No, nah, it, it definitely is, man. It's it's a trip. I I still trip yeah. out, like you know, like some places have been around, you know, for so long, and they're still there. And they're just doing their thing. Well, it's 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 because one, they've got the built clientele. Mm-hmm. Two, the people who are running it aren't the kids. It's the it's the originals. When the kids get involved, is when everything goes sideways. Yeah. Um. Yep. So you know, and well, it's like um, uh, Brookhurst. Mm-hmm. You look at Brookhurst. Brookhurst hobbies is not what I remember as a kid, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I've been there once back then. Um, yeah, because I, when I used to visit family in Anaheim, and I used to be like, "Well, hey, take me to is there like a hobby store around here or what?" You know, and I was like, "Oh, there's this one spot." And then I don't know, that was like a long, like a while back. But, yeah, that that one's changed because it changed hands. Yeah. But um, yeah, things change, man. It's crazy, like you said. You know, either kids take over or or someone new comes in with new ideas and they don't work. Like sometimes. Yep. You know, <laughs> the old ideas are are usually the best. Yeah, yeah. If it tested this long, like, why do you want to change it? You know, just keep that formula going. Yeah, that's that's usually the goal, but they don't. They, <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, hell. That's crazy. Just trying to think of what else. Yeah, that's that's you know. Yeah, man. No, I talk. mean, I, I think we covered a, a lot of stuff. I, I think if anything in the future, it'd be kind of cool to get you and Lee on together, like as a follow-up in the future. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah, because I, I yeah. Mean, it's good. These coming weeks, man, we're not too far away. You know, it's going to be fun. Um, SoCal Open, May yep. 7th. That's on a Sunday. Yep. Um, great show. Yeah, great show one week before Mother's Day. So, yeah, like, so Mama doesn't get mad. Yeah, it's like they, it's like, all right, you go do your thing that day, and then next Sunday, that's my day. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely right. Yeah, so we'll we'll be there. Um, I'm most likely, you know, I'll I'll be seeing you there. I'll be seeing Lee's cars there as well. Yep. So yep. That, yep. That should be a a fun show right there. Do you want to give any shout outs before we wrap this episode up, Dave? Yeah, I, I obviously first and foremost, you know, my club, my club brothers, you know, Robert, Lee, Mr. Goody in Australia, Habara, um, 
in my I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do it. I'm sorry, guys. My wife for letting me play around. You know, she's very understanding about this stuff, so I don't get any guff out of it. So it's you know to her, you know, God bless her for letting me play. Um, other than that, thank you for uh, considering me worthy enough to be on your show, on your podcast. It's awesome. Nah, man. Thank you, man, for you know it, it was this was fun. This was this was cool that we got together um, to to chat and like you know you took me down memory lane for sure. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure later you're gonna tell me more stuff that we probably well, didn't even get to on that. Camera. Yeah, hopefully I didn't ramble on too much. I tend to do that. Nah, you're lately. good, bro. You're good. And that's dope, man. Gotta, I'm, I'm glad. Gotta represent for Rockstar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad you got that the support because it, it's important, man. When you have your wife or significant other to support, you know what what you're into, what you're doing, man. Because you want to be able to have a, a free mind when you're creating. Well, that and that and brothers and brothers and sprue. I mean, well, let's be honest. I, I'll say it again, and and I'm and I, I I I mean it. I wouldn't be building right now if it weren't for. I hate to say it, social media, but realistically, more so the group that I, that I've gotten to be a part of and with the guys, uh, the guys out of that group, the FFAFF group, and then in my 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 sprue butcher brothers. I can't tell I can't tell you enough. Uh, that type of inspiration is more than anybody could ask for. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think I showed the rendering to you. This James Laga. This is this is this is what got me to build that '56. That card doesn't exist. That that's a Photoshop. Damn, I was gonna say, is that the model? Man. No, no, that's the model. <laughs> that's the rendering. Yeah, man, that's pretty neat. You you got it like precise right there. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> that was a labor of love. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. In the interior yeah. on that was another. That was another stretch. That was a whole another thing. Yeah. Oh. But anywho, my friend. No, awesome. Well, um, you know, I'll I'll post your link on Instagram on the descriptions for for the listeners and viewers out there um, where where to find. And you know, Dave, at, check out his work on Instagram. That'd be pretty cool. And I hope to see you soon, man, at a show oh, within yeah. a couple weeks. Absolutely. Within a couple. In a couple of weeks, we'll see it. We'll see it. SoCal there. Open. Yeah. Um, I am trying to get. And, and I'm going to say this to everybody that's listening and for those who are going to watch this later, if you can make it to Santa Maria and get to the car show, the model contest is on Saturday. I'd like to start filling the tables back up. It was, it's been kind of lean the last couple of years, well, obviously with COVID and whatnot. So um, I know uh, Willie, uh, Willie was talking about possibly going out. Um, uh, so if any of you other guys are going to go, Make the trip. I know. I know it's Santa Maria. Uh, for most of you guys in LA, that's a three and a half hour trip. No matter how you slice it, it's two hours for me. Um, but it's a it's a good show. It's a great guy that runs it. I like to support him. Nice. Yeah, and we'll spread word on the flyer too on Instagram uh, for cool. that event. Yeah, it'd be dope if Willie would go get some uh, coverage for the magazine. 
I I would love to. I'll I'm gonna t- I'm I'm gonna talk to him probably. Well, I'll talk to him at the show. I'll, I'll be I'll, yeah, I'll I'll be there. The oh, show. and also, um, if if in case you come across the the flyers for the September show, bring them. I, well, I'll be talking to them on Saturday, so I'll okay. see if they got flyers ready. Yeah, to if go. they have some, bring me like a stack. That'd be dope. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll do that. We'll make that we'll make that work for sure. Cool. If not, I'll get the PDF and print it and print the stuff out. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, hell yeah. So, well, thank you, Dave. I hope you uh, you have a good night. It was a pleasure, man, talking to you. And um, I look forward it. to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Hell yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And the, as always, you know, keep doing what you do. Yeah, you know, man. The podcast and supporting the culture. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's very cool stuff. No, thanks, man. Yeah, I gotta I gotta keep keep it up. So right on, dude. Well, again, you're gonna reach people that. Like you, you didn't know there were hobby shops in your local area until somebody said, hey, check this out. Well, that's what you're doing. You're going to reach some kid who digs this, the, the low rider culture, the hot rod culture, the the tuner culture, mm-hmm. um, the you know, JDMs. All, you're going to reach somebody and it's going to spark a fire. And that's what that's what you're doing for the hobby. And that's a beautiful thing. Dang, that's dope. Thanks, man. Thanks for saying it like that. I didn't really think about it that way, but now that that's going to fuel me even more because I remember that you're exposing people to what other guys are doing. I mean, you've got talent on this show that most people will never, most kids, most people who think about hobbies, they don't know how in depth these people get. They don't, it's going to expose people to this. It's a beautiful thing. Dang, thanks, man. No, thank you. Well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep cranking out the episodes for sure. Hell yeah, keep it I'm up. Look forward to seeing your work too. So, um, I just keep following on Instagram. If I make it, if I make the cut and I make it to the end, great. If I don't, this will be finished. Yeah, in the uh, future, there'll be a future. Yeah, it, it, I'm. I will be doing hard lines for the air for the airbags and. Mm-hmm. I don't ever not do detail, so and that's why it takes forever for me to build anything. Yeah, is I I get stupid picky. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. All right, brother. All right, man. Well, you have a good night, and thank you also to the listeners and the viewers that were in the live chat as well. Shouts to all them. So beautiful. All right, cool. Well, this is sixty five Lokes uh, saying goodbye. Episode two thirteen here with Dave. All right, guys. Peace out.